Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Wow. The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Happy Monday, everyone. Thank you very much for making us a part of it. What's happening over there, Gordon? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Jake. How was your weekend? It was good. Really good. Um, it's snowing. It is snowing. It is winter. It is November 25th. My wife reminded uh, me last night when I said, you know, it's going to snow all week, something like that. She said, well, we do live in Utah. We do. It is true. It does. It, it's not Miami Beach. It does snow here. And it does snow here in November. So, yeah, none of us should uh, really be all that surprised. Congratulations to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, uh, went car shop, got a car over the weekend. So, it's good. The old, my old friend conked out on me <laughs> last Wednesday. So, anyway, it was good. So you, so you got a very capable car for all seasons. And uh, so, that's good. That is good. I... I went through something that uh, that never happened to me before on Friday night with the evacuation of the building. So that was that was an adventure. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I had to clean out my. Uh, this is what I did on Sunday. I had to clean out my old bucket of bolts car. That <laughs> took you, a while, and I found like a take lot of one stuff. One of those garage vacs, you know, that just sucks everything out and straight into the bend. Is that what it took? No. Did you have to? No, I just What'd had, you do I just with had it a once lot, you got it cleaned out. A lot of stuff. Oh, it's still sitting in front of my house. Are you going to have you have you entertained what to do with it? I think we'll probably donate it. Does anybody want it? I don't know. We we were. Uh, that's why it's still in front of the house. We're trying to figure. <laughs> we're trying to Homie's figure doing that promotion that uh, you can win uh, the chance to empty a jazz player's locker at the end of the season. <laughs> Perhaps we could jump on board and they could take whatever is in your car home. I don't think anybody wants any of this. Uh, well, for, for scientific research. Any of this crap. <laughs> uh, you know what I did uh, uh, happen uh, upon? The old CD collection. Still have oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that under a seat? That was, uh, yes. It, well, it was in the back seat. Uh, yeah. Buried uh, under a pizza bunch of, boxes? Yeah, like a lot of stuff. You keep saying food. I didn't really have a lot of food in there. I just had a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I saw your car. A lot of stuff. I, a lot, I, of, a lot I, of stuff. I tried to sit in there once, and I had to... I had to like clear out a bunch of stuff in order to make room. Yeah. So, anyway, well, so, I, so you got something accomplished. So I had to, I had to, I had to do that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so it was an eventful weekend. Yeah, getting uh, the the Friday night, the the post game, that was that was pretty wild. The evacuation of the building, that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah, the folks here sounds like they did a good job, uh, being you know on their toes and 
and uh, you know it turned out to be everything was okay, but still, you know, good, better safe. Yeah, shout out to the uh, event staff, security, uh, all the well, all the staff at the arena, uh, really, uh, John Kimball and the whole crew. Uh, for the pretty pretty wild situation, and and we were about Gordon, we were about a segment and a half into the post game show, and, and they it, came right in, and so said. <laughs> one of our one of our broadcast uh, assistants, one of the interns, comes scram- scampering in the door and talks to Adrian. Adrian then goes and and uh, uh, Tim and I were in the middle of a segment. Adrian goes out to our front door of our studio. Then comes back uh, seconds later, basically. And uh, gets in her ear and says, uh, the show ends now. <laughs> and you said, who we, says so? We've got to. Uh, and you said, and they said. Uh, Adrian just, he said, uh, we've been told we've got to evacuate the building. And uh, at that point, you know, we we signed off. Fox Sports Radio coming up next. And uh, and oh, we, got out of, we got out of the building. So well, I'm glad everyone was safe. And. Honestly, uh, the the way that uh, the whole situation was handled uh, by the the Salt Lake Police Department, uh, we we talked about the staff in the building. I mean, it was um, it, it was well done on on handling a situation like that. So, uh, but that's never happened to me uh, at the uh, of all the you know hundreds, if not thousands, of events I've seen at this uh, that this building. That's never happened to me before. Well, I guess that's good. But uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got out okay. You didn't trip all over yourself or anything, did you? No, we we but we we got out of the building. I'll tell up. you that <laughs> we you weren't lollygagging. No, we definitely got out of the building. <laughs> That's good. And uh, I saw some of the jazz players wore their uniforms home. They were just out. Well, that's just kind of what it was. Get out of the building. I think nobody was really in the mood to. Doddle. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Get in, uh, get in the car, and uh, get somewhere else. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Anyway, well, pretty, pretty interesting experience. And then uh, to change the court, this was uh, interesting because uh, I didn't know this until my meeting this morning. Well, I should have known this actually, but uh, they uh, they had to change the yeah. court for the mountain court. Uh-huh. And so people had they do that overnight. Yes, they do. So people had to wait and then come back and change out the court and uh, and get ready for the game the very next night. That's crazy. A lot well, of a lot of work went into it. Yeah, it, it always does. It's just that maybe they were enough, uh, expedited a little bit. But people don't know. It's just fascinating to watch the way they put those courts together. So, they put anyway, it together like a jigsaw puzzle. Pretty, pretty wild night. But the Jazz, and, and we'll get into the Jazz. We'll get into the college football. We'll uh, we'll do a little bit of everything today. Um, but uh, the the Jazz did what they needed to do. They needed those back to back wins. Those were teams that they should beat. And uh, and because this next week, Gordon. Really, the next eight days, five yeah. games in eight days, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be rough. And not just uh, being on the road, but the quality of competition right. that the Jazz will be facing. Uh, are you among the group that is a little concerned about the Jazz's uh, lack of putting teams away? No, not really. All right, some people have brought that up. I know. I'm not a big margin of victory guy. I I, I don't care. I don't care how much uh, win. Just go out and win. I think, and I, I get caught up in this too, uh, but I think a lot of times we get too obsessed with what's going on. You know, on paper, this should happen and that should happen. And you forget that the other team is made up of the best athletes in the world too. 
And, and a lot of those yeah, guys like Golden State. But but hold the phone here because a lot of folks on Golden State, those players playing have a lot on the line. They're they're <laughs> playing uh, for their futures in basketball. They're getting opportunities that not that they probably shouldn't be getting. Like look at Alec Burks. He's getting the green light for an NBA team. He gets a chance to go show what he's got to get another big contract in the league. If Alec Burks were playing on the Jazz, how many how many minutes? Well. You know, the bench has been an issue. Maybe the Jazz would be a bad example. But if he were on, on a playoff team, you know, how many minutes would he actually be getting? He's got the green light, Gordon. He's not just playing, but they're begging him to go do his thing. I mean, that's a point being, that's a motivated team, if not uh, anything else. I guess uh, there's some encouragement in that whole idea because so many times we talk about it's a talent-based league. Well, isn't it kind of nice that guys who are motivated, who are hungry, uh, can uh, can see some success too? Maybe not win the game, but play well and narrow the margin. And I, I don't. I guess so. That's good news. I guess. I, and I don't think. I don't think it's a it's a problem for the Jazz. We're going to find out where the Jazz are though on this road trip. And I've always been a big proponent of viewing what happens when a team plays on the road because I think you learn a lot more. Uh, than when they're at home. And the Jazz have had some success on the road in recent seasons. Uh, I want to see how this group's going to do. Five games in eight days. Uh, also, Virginia Tech taking on Michigan State right now. How about that? Well, Big Ten, I, I ACC. I'm going to be... In the Maui? I might be... Uh, might be distracted. i got to keep my eye on the ball. Let's get to the split story <laughs> of the day. Austin, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is Simpkins, a quick catch and a quick score. Touchdown, Utah. So now it's Moss. And a first down and more. Moss, touchdown, Utah. Now they go I formation backfield. T.J. Green is the tailback. And here is Green, right side, end zone, touchdown Green, touchdown Utah. Out of the timeout, first and goal. And here's Keithy, what a well-designed play, touchdown Utah. Pretty coming on the Oregon losing and you're not here carrying the... Don't care, it doesn't matter. We got all hands full of Colorado. We're going to try to figure out how to make a first down next week. That's our, <laughs> that's our objective. And so whatever else is happening is none of our business and, and not of no concern of ours. Well, it's a concern of ours, Coach Witt, <laughs> as uh, Utah handles his, its business. No problem against Arizona, 35-7. to seven, And if, if this is possible to say it wasn't even that close. I mean, I think Utah, we can get into this a little bit. Utah left some points out there on the field, but it didn't matter. You know, Arizona gets a cheap seven late. It was basically a shutout and, and a dominating performance. But the big story today, Gordon, is the Pac-12 just can't help itself, can it? The Pac-12 just has to punch itself right at the fa- right in the face at every opportunity, and thus Arizona, Arizona State, excuse me, beats Oregon, yeah, and uh, they are uh, unbeaten in conference play no longer. And then on top of that, Colorado doesn't do Utah any favors by beating Washington. <laughs> yeah. What? Yes, the Pac-12 is not very good this year. Let's say it the way it is. It should be. I mean, it's the it's the elephant in the room. Let's just say it. This conference is not good. Now Utah's good, but yeah. the conference, no. Now I I think, and I was I was thinking about this as we were watching the Oregon Arizona State game unfold here at the studio on uh, on Saturday night. 
I was watching like four games at once. It was wild. It was a fun night in the yeah. old studio. But uh-huh. uh, I was thinking about this. All right. So it's not ideal for Utah that Oregon loses, but I think that uh, people are overreacting a little bit to, oh, this just ruins Utah's chances of getting into the playoff. It doesn't improve them, but I think the same stuff that had to happen last week still has to happen for Utah to get in. So they still, I, have, they still have to beat Oregon. It's just that they that won't carry as much. But LSU punch. LSU still has to beat Georgia. Uh, I th- I think Auburn still has to beat Alabama. I think if Alabama wins that game, uh, I think that they're getting in. That's me personally. I, I just I think, think the so the brand name will carry the day in that uh, in that case. Um, I don't think Oklahoma's going to jump Utah. I don't think that's that's going to happen, and I don't think that changed with Oregon losing. So basically the same stuff that had to happen before still has to happen. So I don't know if it was really disastrous that that Oregon lost. I know you always say that the way the Vegas odds work is to balance out the, the sheet and whatnot, but uh, I think Vegas has Utah's odds as, the, I think, the sixth best to get into the playoff, yeah. maybe seventh. I, I I thought I saw that earlier today. So uh, they don't necessarily think that uh, the Utes are getting in. Uh, it's fun to watch Utah play, man. They are they are this team. I I think it's the most talented Utah team I've ever seen. The defense is great. The offense is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Zach Moss is just he's incredible. <laughs> Petros, they called him a cannonball. <laughs> That's what he is. That's what he is. He's a cannonball. Even when he gets hit, he keeps leaning forward. Yep. And he's got some speed, too. We saw it on the 41-yard touchdown run down the sideline. I mean, this team is really good. And they might be worthy of getting into the playoff. I'm not uh, disputing that. But, man, there's a lot of presumption around here. People saying the Rose Bowl is not good enough for Utah. I just think that's a load of crap. I mean, the Rose Bowl will be the best bowl game the Ute program has ever played in. I know they beat – I was at both the other big bowls, I covered those games. But playing in the Rose Bowl would be the biggest, the best bowl they've ever played in. And if they get in, they get in. If they don't, then that's just the way it goes with this weird political committee that votes based on its vision for beauty. And uh, if the Utes don't make it into the playoff, then okay, then go win the freaking Rose Bowl and have the time of your lives. That's a, that's a bowl game that is truly a, a prize, a reward for the players. And I, I, it's just amazing to me uh, when I get feedback from Ute fans where the Rose Bowl's not good enough anymore. I, I just don't agree with that. No, I don't really get it. And plus, if Utah didn't lose... They wouldn't be going to the Rose Bowl. And what's weird about this whole thing is if they do drop the ball against Colorado, they're not even going to the championship game. Right, USC goes. Yes. So, so it's, it's just weird how I, I expect Utah to win handily against the Buffs, and I think they're like 27-point yeah. favorites in that game, so you would expect them to. But I, you know, Colorado has beaten Utah before when nobody expected them to do so. So it's still a lot on the line. I get what Kyle was saying as we were coming in there. Uh, but uh, it's a little bit of a of a sort of doctored reasoning. I mean, sure, the Utes care about what the rest of the conference is doing. I mean, they're not. And and Kyle is such has such sharp attention to detail. He knows all this. 
And he's considered all of it. He, he, it's not true that it doesn't matter. All that matters is what happens against Colorado. The Utes are going to smoke the Buffs. They're going to crush them. And, and then it gets down to this whole idea of what kind of credibility you have. And the Pac-12 doesn't have much. Doesn't have much. No, the rest of the league is doing Utah no favors. Yep. But I don't, I don't know if that's changed over one weekend. I think that was true last week. It was, Oregon, but it's worse now. It, yeah, it's not ideal. But, I mean, it, you beat Oregon. Oregon looked stupid against Arizona oh, State. Oh, just ridiculous. They played. Well, what was that? They played terrible. If, if Oregon played like that against Utah in the championship game, Utah would have beaten them by three and a half touchdowns, I think. Now I can hear PK yelling at his radio right now, give Arizona State some credit. And we should, because Jaden Daniels was awesome against what was. was supposed to be a really good Oregon defense. So, for the sake of PK... <laughs> Give Arizona State a little credit, but yeah, I, but Oregon did not. Uh, Oregon did not play well. No, no. I, you know, like I said, well, Utah would win handily against that Oregon team if the Ducks played the way they did on that night. Now, I'm not sure that that was <laughs> Oregon's best performance. I think they're be- they're better than that. But but the committee, the selection committee, doesn't care. They're going to look at that. They're going to drop them down probably. I don't know what in the AP poll they went down to fourteen, did they? Yeah, which is ridiculous. They fell so far. Well, that's what's going to happen, I think, in the playoff poll too. Uh, you just can't lose like that at this time of year against that kind of opponent. And I've heard a lot of Ute fans saying, oh, "Who's Alabama playing?" You know, they, well, Alabama's one loss was to the best team in the country. I, Utah's I, one loss was to who? SC? See, and, and you So split. this is what we're getting into, and this is what the committee, and this is what the system forces everybody to do, and I hate it. Because if the Utes win the Pac-12, then they should be in the freaking playoff. There should be all five conference champions in there, and it won't happen this year. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but it's a, it's a shame that it doesn't work that way. But if they with the four-team invites, then so What? If the youths don't get in, so what? Go to the Rose Bowl and have a terrific time and enjoy the best bowl game there is. Yeah, I don't get uh, I don't get why youth fans are so sensitive about that. I get it that they think their team is one of the best four teams in the country. I get that. And you certainly can make a, a big time argument for it, but this is nothing new. And if they would have handled their business uh, against USC, they'd be comfortably in there, uh, you know. And the, the truth is, they had a bad night and they lost. Others haven't. Clemson has had a bad night and still carried the day. Ohio State, I don't think, has had a bad Saturday yet. They've looked unbelievably good, and LSU is uh, is in that same boat. So you know, if if Utah would have gone undefeated, then this wouldn't be an argument. But they lost a game. And so now they fall into the beauty contest realm, and that's the world we live in. And by the way, the brand of Alabama will carry the day. Yep. It will. The SEC brand and the brand of Alabama will carry the day. If so they beat you, Auburn. You need to be rooting for the Auburn Tigers this weekend. That would make sense. That would make sense. All right, joining us now in studio, he is our good friend, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, what is up? How's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to be with you. I knew he was going to ask you what is up. (laughs) What's up, Andrew, really? I'm just being friendly. Would you stop it? What's the matter with you? I think there might have been an innuendo there. (laughs) <laughs> Unintentional. No. Uh, by the, the way, jokes are endless. They, the they are. Uh, you, uh, I, I'm impressed with one thing. Real quick, before yeah. we get uh, get to it, uh, it's snowing outside. Yeah, 
and you're still wearing the scrubs. Yeah, I'm still in scrubs. I came Good straight from the clinic. Good for you. Yep, yep. I'm still in. I've never seen anybody that had multicolored scrubs like you did. Yeah. And you've got a different color for every day. Don't yeah, you? I haven't bought any other pairs of clothing in a long time. It's all scrubs. <laughs> Do you wear that when you go to social <laughs> yeah, events? Yeah. Hey, it's comfortable. It's I'm cold. most comfortable. Kind of like your pajamas. I yeah. would wear scrubs yeah, everywhere if I best. could. Yeah, they are yeah. the best. All right. So let's uh, let's help some of our listeners. Yeah. We, um, we've been talking about this new treatment for ED. Uh, we're learning more and more about erectile dysfunction every day. One thing we know is that guys are sick and tired of what's been out there. Um, our new treatment, Acoustic Wave Therapy, we have improved this so much over the last couple of years. It opens up the blood vessels. Uh, I think we've treated thousands of men now, um, four clinics across the country. We've seen every situation. If you're struggling with ED and you're sick of medication, there's finally a new fix. Um, clinically shown to regrow blood vessels and treat the root cause of the problem, which is lack of blood flow. And is there an ideal candidate out there? Or is, uh, can you help most everybody? I think somebody with partial function left in the bedroom still is an ideal candidate. Um, we help a lot of guys that are at zero. I probably saw half a dozen, you know, today. But um, if you've got partial function left, things are going in the wrong direction, oh, we can help you. I mean, quickly, too. Probably two to three weeks and you're back to normal. Wow. All right. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll talk some jazz basketball coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. PK. As a player, did you notice all the whistles and think, hey, I got to play this a little differently? Cliche as it is, you don't really have a choice but to move on and just focus on what your team's doing. It's probably funny coming from a guy like me who talks to the referees every possession, but we've done a pretty good job all year of adjusting to referees. They've got a pretty tough job to do, so I'm very happy for them. They do a great job. Have you ever refereed in any way? No, I definitely 100% will never ever be a referee. I can tell you that. You can referee kids. I don't have enough problem refereeing. For my own children in my own house. Never mind. Ten kids on a court. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. She's going off about something that you said. She doesn't get your humor like Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 of The Zone. Band of the Day today is Taylor Swift, selected by Gordon, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Artist of the, of the decade, right? Yeah, she's great. I think Taylor Swift's terrific. I was Good late selection. to the party with her because I didn't really pay much attention to her, but... Uh, Recently, I've heard some songs that she did. They're quite, quite good. Yeah, she's I mean, good. Is she, is she a little teeny bopperish? Uh, she. I think she's more sophisticated than that. 
Like, when I think teeny bopper, I think, like, formula. Maybe that's because I uh, was a teenager in the 90s, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You think, like, like I don't know, uh, you, you know, touch up the voice a little bit digitally, and, you know, it was kind of more about looks and that sort of thing. Taylor Swift is, like, crazy talent. I mean, she, she writes yeah. most of her stuff. Yeah, I mean... Down. Uh, she's uh, a great musician. So. Is uh, is she appealing to our average listener? Uh, sure, I would think so. Okay, I don't know. I think she's appealing have, to most listeners. If you have right? an opinion on Taylor Swift, let us know at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson. I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I mean, is her, is her audience evenly split, male, female? Uh, is, her audience skews younger than ours, probably. I don't know, uh, male, female, probably more female, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's no dream weaver for the whole show. Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean, she's no fog hat, but (laughs) who is really, right? Exactly. You know? So uh, there you go. Also want to say a big thanks to our title sponsor of the big show, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card for details. Visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. All right, Gordon, let's talk a little bit about the Jazz. They have a game tonight uh, against the Bucks. Tip-off coming your way a little after 6 o'clock. Uh, pre-game will start at 5. Uh, the Bucks, the best team in the East at 12-3. and three. And the Jazz are still a team, Gordon, where there are some kinks. They're still getting used to each other. There are some really, really great moments where you see it click, and there's some moments that aren't so terrific that, that they have to uh, work on. But you, know, you don't want to see a kinky jazz team. No. I mean, they they got to that. work that stuff out. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean. You've got the, one thing on the, the brain today, no, don't no, you? No, not really. Not really. But as I was watching the game the other night, boy, did the jazz come out on fire and aggressive, shooting the ball and making shots. That was kind of fun to see. It's fun to see those those stretches of time where the Jazz just the offense comes together, and it did uh, for a while there. Well, they were they were fortunate with a couple of things. I mean, the Warriors are are not terrific. I mean, they're just they're just bad. They they got a lot of pluck. And I think you saw that a little bit. But I was not. talking about the Pelicans game. But, but no, I was getting to the Pelicans. They're lucky they played the Pelicans because Rudy Gobert missed. And that's the perfect team for Rudy Gobert to to not be in the lineup. Now, he's questionable tonight. We don't know. If he doesn't go against the Bucs, it's, it is going to be a significant uphill battle to get a win. Do you think the but fact against that the Pelicans, they did a nice job weathering well, the storm. Well, the fact that Rudy wasn't playing, did, does that set in Donovan Mitchell's mind that i got to be aggressive? I think it did on Same Saturday. Bogdanovich, got to go out there and and give my team a lift with a strong performance tonight? Bogdanovich in the postgame called it the Jazz' best offensive performance of the season. Well, they shot over the 50%, and they were making— I, I, early in that game, what they go up by? I, I can't even remember what the total was, but it seems like Jake they were they were up twenty at one point. I mean they they came out of the shoot hot, and Donovan Mitchell uh, foremost among them. Yeah, he was awesome. That and Locke said as much in the post game. Uh, that that game was Donovan Mitchell saying, "Hey guys." You know, we're missing the big fella. It's going to take an extra, effort, uh, an extraordinary effort on our part, and I'm leading the way. He was 12 of 26 from the field, 6 of 13 from three, and he got help from Bogdanovich, as we said, 10 of 17, 3 of 7. I, I like looking at those efficiency stats because that's important. It's not, 
guys who just jack up shots have never really been all that impressive to me. Although in the NBA, just getting a shot off can take some talent. But when when Donovan Mitchell scores thirty seven and Bogdanovich gets twenty eight, uh, and then you have uh, like four other players in double figures, the Jazz aren't going to lose a whole lot of those games. So I thought uh, I thought storyline A coming out of the Pelicans game was Donovan Mitchell. I thought storyline B was how well Tony Bradley played. He was really terrific stepping in and filling in for Rudy. I thought it was smart that they started him, keep Jeff Green in the role of, of basically backup big coming in off the bench, and you just tell Tony before the game, hey, man, you gotta you got to really play uh, your best basketball out there for a few minutes because you're in the starting lineup. And he played 22 minutes, Gordon. He had 14 points, nine rebounds, right. and a big-time block shot in the fourth quarter. He was still only a plus one. Hey, that's better than minus eleven. <laughs> Good point. You, I mean, you. If we, if we're expecting Tony Bradley to step into the starting lineup and be Rudy and be an All Star, <laughs> I, I think that's that's not realistic. But expect Tony Bradley to step in and 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 play well. I mean, that's that's what you can't expect from the guy. And I thought we I thought we saw that. And then Jeff Green, fifteen points coming in off the bench. I mean, that, that might have been his best game. So so heading into this road trip, Jake. What do you think the Jazz need to do? What do they need to shore up the most? What would you put at the top of that list? Oh, get Rudy back. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm talking about things that they have a control over. Well, you know? I mean, Rudy leaves such a huge <laughs> void. Yeah, just be healed. That's what Any, they anybody got that talent? Any, any healers out there? <laughs> <laughs> because, because okay, everybody get together now. That being said, if if Rudy's not 100%, uh, you need him for the long haul. So if you know, don't don't play him till he's right. Even if you have to drop a couple of games, um, but it, it is the bench, in my opinion. Conley's coming along. He wasn't terrific against the Pelicans, but I, I'm still not worried about that. I'm, I'm much more concerned about bench production. And I know you've been talking about this for a while, and I'm slowly coming around with it. Joe Ingles really needs to play better. Yep, they really need him to play better. I don't get it. I, I mean, I this is an extended slump. For him, shooting wise, that's how he made his mark in the league. He's one of the best deep shooters anywhere. Yeah, and now he can't. He can't really seem to dial in. And if teams are going to feast on the Jazz when Rudy's off the floor, they need to match him. They need yeah. somebody else who can put the ball in the basket because. You know, defensively, that's probably a long shot that anybody that, that they're going to be good without Rudy. So you got to have somebody who can put it in the basket. And then and Saturday night, Gordon, it was Jeff Green. Uh, Emmanuel Moutier was very good in 15 minutes with 10 points. But uh, Joe Joe's the best player on the bench. I mean, he's got to be the guy. Well, he's not the guy right now. He's trying to contribute in other ways. I mean, eight rebounds is great. Yeah, and he's playing defense and and right. I mean, he's a shooter. Come on, Joe. One of and, six, and one of five from three. But and he's pressing. You can okay, tell. Okay, it. so all our all our listeners out there who are former or current basketball players, how do you get out of a slump? The more you think about it, does it make it worse? Oh, I'm sure it does. Because now you're you start guiding the ball, you start aiming, you start. Uh, it's just yeah, like you said, you use the word press. You start pressing. But he has got to play better than this. Well, it was a couple of games ago where um, 
it was kind of a it turned out to be a playful moment because Donovan Mitchell walked over and put his hand over the the camera lens. But AT and T Sportsnet caught a moment between Joe Ingles and Quinn Snyder after I think was it Golden State anyway. But but going up to Joe and saying it's all good, you're my yeah, guy, you know, yeah. kind of. Uh, and so I think he just needs to f- figure out a way to work through it. I mean, have you ever gotten like writer's block or anything like that where you have to kind of work your way out of it? Uh, I I don't I don't know, but obviously any you can make any comparison you want. Everybody who's ever played basketball knows what it's like to fall into a slump, and but you just don't expect this out of Joe to last this long. I mean, when you're when you're 21 games or what are they 20 20 uh, no uh, 17 games in he's something like that uh, he's. He's got to snap out of it for the Jazz to be hitting on all cylinders, and that's what we're all looking for now. And maybe a road trip is a good time to do it because you're spending time with your teammates. You're out there. You don't have anything else on your mind. You're just trying to get this thing taken care of, and 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 maybe he can do that. He's a veteran. He he's been through this before. Yeah. I just can't recall it lasting quite this long. You know? Can mm. you? No. No. And you know. He's got the support of the team, the support of the franchise, and as you mentioned, you know he's doing other things uh, very well. Again, with the eight rebounds uh, uh, on Saturday night, so it's not like it's not like he's not contributing to the team. He, he did just, have three turnovers. I think he gets a little absent-minded sometimes. It's it too casual. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the floor. By the way, name me real quick the play of the game. What was the most impressive play in that game? Okay, so everybody's going to say the Donovan Mitchell alley oop, which was amazing. Amazing, but I thought the the Donovan Mitchell crossover in the fourth quarter, where Drew Holiday, one of the best defense best defensive guards in the NBA, basically uh, faked right out of his shoes with crossover, and then Mitchell just nails the mid range jumper. What did you think of the Donovan Mitchell overhead full length of the court pass to Bogdanovich? That was amazing, and and Donovan talked about that a lot in the post game. Uh, that was that was an unbelievable play. Anyway. All right. We'll have more uh, coming up right around the corner. Uh, stay tuned. It is the Big Show. We want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers uh, car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport uh, Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. More next on the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. David Locke, Quinn Snyder, I think that he's really showing his chops even more so as a coach as he's working through different rotations and bringing guys along while winning games. You know, what he's really working at is that every single player on this team has to change their game. You know, and every single player on this team has a vision of what they want to be, and it's probably not something that they can be on this team. Maybe Donovan's the one. I mean, here's Mike Conley. Quinn's basically telling him to play totally differently. Boyan Bogdanovich is being asked to do things differently. Rudy He's being asked to do things very differently, and so he's really got a roster where everybody on this team is asking to take a little bit of a different role than they did before, and so he's really got to manage all these guys as they come together understanding that. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. So put your hands together and please welcome... This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. 
presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 of the Zone. Want to remind you, suit up in style with Mr. Mack and Alema Harrington. Enter now at 1280thezone.com to win a pair of Cole Haunt shoes, courtesy of Mr. Mack, and an outfitting shopping experience with Alema during their remote on December 11th. Alema will personally pick you an outfit. Compliments of Mr. Mack. If anybody wants me to help, uh, I'm more than happy to do so. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you're going to get a taker on that one. No? no I doubt it. All right. Just offering. <laughs> Trying to be friendly. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Are hey, you? I know how to put put a put a a look together. Do you? I don't know. Although Alema Alema's got Alema's got uh, aggressive tastes. You know, he might need to to like. I couldn't pull off the stuff Alema wears. So. I'm, not, I'm not dogging on Alema at all. I mean, he's got his own look. But if you want to look spectacular, wait, wait talk okay, to me. wait, wait, hold on. What is your look? What would well, you, see, what would you classify no, no, as, see, the, what as I would the Gordon do, Monson look? See, I wouldn't dress people like me. I would dress them like them. Okay, because uh, because I it's a gift. Okay, but I, but I, I look at them and I say, okay, this is what is going to look good on you. What would look good on Jake? Well, see, the best I ever saw Jake look was at his wedding, and a he, tuxedo. Yeah, no, so a tux. He, it, well, that wasn't a tux. Was I it? was wearing a tuxedo. Well, it was a it was a cheap. <laughs> you tux. fashion mogul, you. <laughs> it, was that a tux? Is that what you call no, tuxedos? Well, I've sort of never seen a tuxedo. It was. It, it was a okay. It was a tux, and it was a tux that was down. It was a casual tux, but uh, no, it was wow. a tux. <laughs> it was it was your run of the mill. Tuxedo. Casual tux. <laughs> but if you all need any help. Like so one of those t-shirts or contact me and, and I'll and I will I, I in fact I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Oh wait a minute. That sounds like a, a certain <laughs> person that was They fired him. Yeah. <laughs> I I can make you look your best. Mm-hmm. I can. I, I, you know, I, I'm still wanting to know what your look is. Right? Well, I don't have. See, I'm uh, multifaceted. Meaning, meaning I can dress the way I dress because I can. Uh huh. But if I was trying to impress people, I know how to do that. So too. let's say it's it's one of those times. What's your look? I know how to pick out just the right suit, right fit, not right too fit, not too baggy, right, the, and the right texture, the right combination with the tie. I'm not a big vest guy. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing that. Not to doing you. The three, and I and I know Alema likes to do that, and and some people do, and it's fine. But I can make you. I can do. I can do you one better. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee. That was me. That was me. What did I have? Huh? Laryngitis. Oh, when you said those things. Yeah. I don't know. Give, just give us that one more time. Drink right? a. Gl- they stole it right from you. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee. 
Oh, that is so sexy. Sounds it? like you it's just. the sexiest voice you've ever heard. Drank a cup full of nails. <laughs> Sounds like a voice you, of the grave. Did you eat glass for lunch? You're now, see, like the way you look, I guarantee. See, now that appeals to both men who like that kind of macho sound, and women dig nope. that, man. Nope. I mean, I not, that, that might as well have been Barry White do we, singing to him there. No, I don't think One so. more time. Play one more time. Tell me this isn't sexy. You're going to like the way you look, I guarantee. It's not. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, remember the last time you spoke for all women on the Chester Shadows <laughs> issue, and we, we had to take calls on that to, <laughs> to, uh, to get that uh, figured out. Yeah, I got that sexy morning voice going. It's not sexy. You don't think it's sexy? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, joining us now in studio. Here's a man who knows a little bit about being sexy. <laughs> okay. He is Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic here to uh, to help our listeners. So uh, it, this is a, a great alternative to some treatments in the past that uh, aren't terrific. That's right. Um, guys, if you're struggling, here's the pitch line, the very short version. If you're struggling with ED and sick of the pills, there's there's something new. Um, the acoustic wave therapy um, is has been such a good solution for so many guys. Natural, spontaneity in the bedroom. Imagine that, not having to pre-plan, not having to take a pill, not having to deal with the headaches the next day. It, it does exist. We have the treatment at our clinic in Murray. We can help you um, open up the blood vessels in the part of the body where you want it the most. All right. The number to call, 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000. And, and think about it. Uh, you, you can be back to normal by the new year. Yes. If not before. Two to three weeks. That's the, the average patient goes through two to three weeks of treatments. They improve as they go. At, but realize the maximum results in that amount of time. How many visits would that be, do you think? I would say three to six. Mm. Ten minutes per treatment. You come in on your lunch break. Um, it's a device that's placed on the skin, so it's not invasive. Mm. It's not a needle. It's just, you know, it's a gentle kind of flicking sensation, oh. if that's the right word. Mm. Um I wouldn't say painful at all. No recovery time. Hmm. All right. And you're taking all the risk out of it for our listeners, which is nice. We are. Uh, we know guys are hesitant and embarrassed, and there's a lot of guys that don't want to get this taken care of. Uh, we do an initial screening, assessment, consultation, and a blood flow ultrasound to check to see if this is a blood flow issue. Um Normally, there's a charge to that, but call us now. We do it free. That's with a medical doctor. It's not a nurse. It's not a chiropractor. It's an MD um, who will diagnose your situation, essentially. No no charge. All right. 801-901-8000. Take advantage of it. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. He is Andrew Reinhardt. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, we're going to talk to Christian Cox coming up next. Tanner Mangum at 430, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. In spite of the difficult losses that, right. that you have to just Toledo. The hard thing, and Hans, you, you know this, you would know yeah. this. Well, gee, you would know it's a lot. Well, I mean, you would know. Hans, you know, Scott, get the hell out of here. No, it's all right. I yeah. get it. No, you're... I'm just the guy no. that brings you in and out of break. No. You are the play-by-play voice of the Aggies, my friend. Do not sell yourself short. I'm, I'm just teasing. It was, oh I'm just God. joking, Coach. God, I'm hurting everybody's feelings. You're not. Right. I was joking. Oh. So what do a lemon I know that Scott doesn't? <laughs> yeah, now I'm interested to know because maybe I can learn something. I forgot already. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. 
presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.